You are listening to Processing Trauma Out Loud, conversations about trauma and healing from two women who are doing the work. Hey everyone, this is Candace and Cher with Processing Trauma Out Loud. And we want to start off by saying Happy New Year. We hope your 2024 is a year that you can experience so much goodness and so much of the love that you long for and that you're worthy of. And Cher and I just, we share that desire and that dream for you. But our topic today is going to be what is it like to dream for you, to touch into the desires that you have for this coming year. And Cher, as we were preparing, you named something that I think most of our listeners will relate to in when we've experienced complex childhood trauma, and we could be healing, but we could still struggle through this, why can it be kind of difficult or scary to really slow down and think about what are our dreams? What do we desire? Can you shed some light on that for us? I've been thinking a lot about my dreams and desires. Kind of the first time that I remember being focused on and kind of having this sense of courage to actually go there, to think about it, to write some things down. And I have tried to engage several people in the conversation. And it has been interesting to see a lot of people literally will not go there. Mm-hmm. And I it's caused me to ponder, what is it about dreams and desires that doesn't feel safe? And I think that when we have experienced childhood trauma, in particular, having dreams and desires wasn't safe. And even having hope of good things wasn't safe. And that even when good things came, it was hard to enter fully because we had the sense that something bad is coming. And Mm -hmm. that when even as children, we were in more of a survival mode or deep in our coping strategies, holding goodness Mm -hmm. or hoping for goodness or having dreams and desires literally did not feel safe. You and I both have had quite a bit of story work where we've been able to even know some of our stories of what it was like that maybe we did come forward with a desire and how are we met in that? If we experience that repeatedly, even what are the messages do we tell ourselves about having desires or dreaming about the future? We also have clients that we work with where we hear stories that at some point that became unsafe as we look at those stories. And so, of course, even as an adult, this can be a complex relationship that we have to work out if we want to look at the blocks and not just look at the blocks, but how do we heal that? You know, how do we get in touch with, ooh, what do I really love? What do I desire? What do I feel like I need? You know what, maybe for some people, and I do believe this is true, that comes pretty fairly easily. They can just get in touch and, and they go after it. But for other people, it it actually brings a lot of pain because they wonder, why can't I, why can't I know what's going on inside of me to name what I dream and desire? It's a struggle. I mean, it just, it is. But noticing that it's a struggle is part of the process. And if we can come to this place where we can even acknowledge it's a struggle, I feel blocks, I feel some resistance. How can I tend to that? Tune in to my littles mm-hmm. and bring that seeing and soothing and safety and then still press 
press forward and say, yeah, I, I recognize that there's some sensations going on in my body that would cause me to feel like there's resistance here. And let's take a step toward it anyway and see what, what we can identify. We really want this episode to be, I'm glad we're naming this because this is real. I mean, this is real for, for most of us that there's a lot of resistance around this topic, but we also want it to be really inspiring through us just naming some of the things that we've been processing and some of the things that we've been turning our thoughts toward as we look toward the coming year of what are some of the things that we are dreaming of and desiring. and. I am super excited about something that you have been working on and moving toward and just wondering if you would like to share a little bit about something that uh, is a big dream of yours as we go forward into this year. One of the things that I am owning more is that I am a writer and I love to write. I enjoy to write. So this last year, I decided to start a memoir specifically about my teenage years. And I began every day sitting down a little bit each day and just letting the stories come and share each time I did it. It just really flowed. I, I didn't feel the, the stuckness that I would feel in the past. And I will tell you the reason why I was so stuck in the past is because I did not have a cohesive narrative of my stories that led me to a conclusion that I am not bad or dangerous. Mm. I have done things that are bad and I've made decisions that haven't been the best, the core of who I am and how I was created. And I'll just stop and say to our listeners, listeners, who you are and how you were created was very good. I don't care what you've done or not done. Now there may be consequences that you have to walk through, but it doesn't change the fact that you were created in love for love and you are worthy of being met with such deep kindness, curiosity, and understanding. All that to say, yes, I am looking forward to a year where I'm going to publish, I'm going to publish this memoir. <laughs> Yeah, there is there is a sense and we talked about this before we pushed record that I already know that I have a group of people who will love me through the reading of that memoir. But I also realize that this may not be easy for some or, you know, even if they don't want to read it, that's OK. I bless all of that. But just grounding myself in the safety and security of those who are going to be walking with me through this. So good and so wise, so much wisdom there. And just a recognition, right? Like that our stories do bring arousal in other bodies. And that when that energy or that arousal is activated, that people often respond out of that. Sometimes it promotes movement toward healing and freedom and courage and life and wholeness, sometimes the other. So I'm glad to hear that you're aware and that you're you're evaluating that. And, and then you're able to say, okay, even with that awareness, do I want to proceed? And you have declared, yes, I want to proceed. Yeah, it feels good to, to go slow. You know that I've been talking about this for what, maybe at least a year. 
and or longer. And so it just has felt kind to go slow. Yeah. So Cher, what, what's something that you're looking forward in just for a sense of goodness and naming what you are dreaming about and what you're desiring? Yeah. And I, before I do that, I do want to just say I have read uh, a large portion of your memoir. I had the, the honor of that. And uh, I'm very excited about the opportunities that people will have to read your stories, your story, and experience some healing in their mm-hmm. own stories as a result. And well done mm-hmm. to to press through the the hardness, even though I know that it has been a time of such really sweet flow as you have have done it. So yeah, thank you for saying that. Now it made me think of one more thing I want to say about it. I told you that there were mornings that I was just writing and and it it was just flowing and i had this sense that my teenage girl was sitting by me with her head on my shoulder almost snuggling up to me and was grateful that i was telling our story from such a kind place i mean part part of this journey of writing the memoir was going from hating my teenage teenage self to loving her and seeing her I won't say so much more, but I want to say that today, that part of this was continued healing for my own teenage girl. Mm, Yeah. And it's been just lovely to see that process happening. I think what I want to share is something that I want to be more of rather than do. There are some things I want to do, but I think what I would like to share here today is Something that I want to become more more of is stepping into owning my own power. Mm-hmm. And owning my power, I, I think I'll just say that the, the topic of power has been difficult for me because I experienced the abuse of power in, in my childhood where power brought harm and power was dangerous. In a couple of times in, in my throughout my life, when I have been named as powerful, I immediately went into shame. Like I could not even hold that concept, even when it was spoken in in affirmation, because I did not want to be powerful because to be powerful meant to be hurtful. And I so much have not wanted to be hurtful through throughout my life. So I have become more and more aware of just a desire on my part to to take up space in my world in a different way. And I, I'm doing this through a lot of different things, one of which is, is a body work therapy that I'm doing right now. I've noticed literally for the first time in my life, I have this awareness of my feet connecting with the earth. And I know Mm -hmm. that that can sound kind of strange in a way, but I think that we, a couple of things that are so important for healing are being aware and noticing. And Mm -hmm. I think I am noticing so much more that this sensation that I have with my feet on the floor, when I'm walking, I'm noticing that there's strength there, there's power, like my feet are propelling me forward. It, it sounds kind of strange, I know, but it, it, it seems like it's very significant for me. And just this sense that I feel like I'm more present in my body and I'm taking up space in my, in my world in a different kind of a way. And I feel like this is such a big dream and desire that I have because as I have gone through so, as I have 
really done a lot of good work in my healing journey. And, and I have such a desire to help others find healing and wholeness and freedom as well. I feel like I am being called upon to step forward in a new way with a, with a new voice where there is more power. I'll use that word, but, but it's not, but it's power in the sense of, I think about love as being the most powerful force in the world. I want to be powerful in love. I want to be powerful in being a person who helps others find peace and healing and joy. And, And some of those things that we don't think of necessarily when we think of the word powerful, but I, I want so much to be powerful in ways that, that, in, that empower others to break free from all the things mm-hmm. that, that hold us back mm-hmm. and to be able to do it in a way that is like this gentle flow, not in a way that is harsh or demanding or I guess I'll use the word scarring, you know, inflicting something of harshness, but, yeah. but rather in ways that are tender and kind and coming alongside in kind of this, this way where there's, where there's resonance with the people that, I, that are in my world. That's how I'm, I have such a desire to begin showing up more and more in these ways. Well, I'm glad you're saying more and more because as someone who's been in your life for several years now, one-on-one and in groups, you've already begun and you've already stepped into this place of what is my relationship with power? Because we know from your story that, like you said, there was an abuse of power, which caused you to move towards being very small, not speaking up when you need to speak up. And it really is other people's stories too. Like you, you have your clients, we've known stories and story group, and it's like, oh, there's, this is a real thing. And so the power of love that was brought to you that now you so beautifully bring to other people isn't about overcompensating and going back into mirroring the power that you experienced, but it's coming into, yeah, the good power that you are now able to hold with your good power with such good hopes. Mm. Thank you. Thanks for saying that. Thanks for that affirmation. I, I know it has been a process. I feel like it's turning a page of a chapter, you know, where a new chapter is beginning with January of 2024. And, and what will this hold? I, I see something happening, some, some, some kind of good change coming that I'm, I, I'm holding hope for. I just want to speak to our listeners for a minute about what is it like for you to go into 2024 in relationship to knowing what you desire for this year or your relationship to what is it like to dream and we know that it it may it may be really really hard for you to do that right now and we've been there and we understand and there is no shame or judgment for being in this place. But I want to ask, would you be willing to at least take some time to have some curiosity towards what would it be like if I reached out 
to someone who can sit with me in this space and who can hear my stories, who who can offer me the kind of compassion and curiosity that will, will help you move. And when we say move, we're not talking about move as in just being productive or getting busy. We're talking about moving the blocks, Mm. moving the belief system, the old belief systems out of the way that you can also experience something new in your body in 2024 and in your heart and in your mind and in your spirit. I just want to offer that. It's not too late. I don't know what day this is going to come out in January, but we're still at the very beginning of the year. I don't know. What is the date for Thursday, Cher? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's, I love that, Candace. And I think it's just the encouragement again, that we will speak that trauma can be healed. Mm -hmm. That even the hardest, deepest wounds that we are carrying, we know we have experienced tremendous healing. And it doesn't mean that we never struggle or that we're never activated or find ourselves where we are feeling out of sorts, but we have resources and we are moving in directions that are changed because of the choices that we've made to bring our stories forward and receive care in some just really beautiful ways. We want that for for everyone. Yeah. I have to say there is one more thing that I'm looking for in 2024 that involves you. And that is, I think it's in April, we're coming up on our hundredth episode. I know we're a few months out, but I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I am super excited to be with you to celebrate and to maybe have some new things that are going to happen throughout the rest of the year for our podcast. Yeah. We uh, started this a little over a year and a half ago, and it's been just such a tremendous part of my life to have this time. The conversations that we have are very impacting for each other, as well as our listeners. So it, it has been an amazing journey. So exciting to think about episode 100 coming up. Yeah, I do look forward to the more guests that we're going to be interviewing and maybe some more topics. And in fact, if there is a topic that we haven't covered, and if we feel like that we can email us at CandiceShare at gmail.com, because we would love to hear from you in that way. So good to be with you today, Candice. You too, friend. Love you. I love you too. Thank you for listening to Processing Trauma Out Loud. Make sure to check out the show notes for links to suggested resources and social media. Like, subscribe, and follow to keep up with our weekly content. And if you don't mind, take a moment to rate and review us. Your feedback is extremely valuable and contributes to the success of this podcast. One last thing. If you have found this podcast helpful in any way, or if you have questions on how to take the next steps on your healing journey, please reach out to us via email at CandiceShare at gmail.com. That's K-A-N-D-A-C-E-S-H-E-R at gmail.com. Our sound engineer is Jeremiah Jones of Auditory LLC. We welcome you to join us for more conversations soon. Take care.